Here's Chris and Jess. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Now Serving, the podcast where we serve the tea each and every week. I'm Jess and Chris. Chris. I'm over here by the fucking stove putting on the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the tea. That was funny. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I can see you've been working hard all day making that tea for our for our listeners. Um, in case you're unaware, the tea is the truth or just our versions of the truth. And this week we'll be spilling some tea on relationships because that's uh, what we do. Mm-hmm. When you start talking about getting married or, you know, if your kids are going to be in your religion, do you know? Holy shit. Yeah, that's deep. It's deep. We co- we we talk about everything here on Now Surfing. We're also going to discuss uh, skincare, something near and dear to my heart. And, and yes, so much to say here. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So pour yourself a cup and get comfortable because we're going to have some tea right now. Um. So to start things off, I would like to ask you. Okay. Let me let me paint a picture. You're on a date with someone. Um, you're you're going on a first time date, and they say to you, "I have no interest in getting married." Do you continue to date the person if you want to get married, or do you not? You know, I say, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know what I have to say mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, maybe it's different for me because I think a lot of women feel a lot of pressure to get married, especially mm-hmm. by a certain age, especially by like that 30 range. And I see a lot of women just kind of marrying whoever they're with at that age. That's kind of how it seems to me. I'm like, oh, are you marrying this person just because you happen to be dating them when you're 30? Or do you actually like them? Like, what are the odds that everybody finds someone when they're 30? doesn't seem like, just, I don't, I don't buy it, you know? I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you because, so, well, we've both been in very long-term relationships with people before mm-hmm. and we're both single. And busy. Now. And busy. I can't believe how busy we are. We are so busy. It's... <laughs> There's a lot of work to be done. Busy professional woman. Yes. Um, But I think like you look at that and I mean, your longest relationship was how long was it? Too long. Okay. (laughs) But no, so I was, my longest relationship was six years. That's long. And I think, and there's a lot of people that I think, you know, are dating for a year or something. And then they're like, okay, time to get married. If you know, it's the one. I like maybe I've just haven't felt that (laughs) and maybe that's maybe maybe not but at the same time how well can you know someone in such a short period of time as well Mm -hmm. I don't know that's my that's my half take on it I know I feel like you only truly know somebody after you've been with them for like 25 years and at that point like you know (laughs) 
what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, and and the reason that I'm asking is because well, I had told you that I went on a, on a date in recent history, recently, okay. where um, I had said to the guy right away, I'm like, oh, do you want to have children? Like right off the bat it's like it's a it's a thing you know because Mm -hmm. i've dated other guys who are like all i want to do is have kids and like have family and this and that i'm like whoa now (laughs) slow the fuck down (laughs) um you know and 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 vice versa where guys have expectations girls have expectations so if you feel really strongly about something right off the bat do you tell the person right off the bat or do you kind of play it by ear what are your thoughts my thoughts on that, that's tricky because, so I'm going to go back to that marriage question. Mm-hmm. And I know I joked and I said, if, you know, if they're like, I don't want to get married, that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, looking at that question, I would almost take that in the wrong way. and be like, oh, fuck, like this person doesn't want commitment. Mm-hmm. I think that it's two things. I think a lot of people look at marriage equals commitment, which it does or it should. Um, but I think you can still have that commitment without getting married. Yeah. And I think oh, of so. So I think kind of um, I, I think it is important to kind of figure things out as quickly as possible. I mean, sure. On the first date, do you want to like be grilling each other on like this is what I want? And if it doesn't match up, then don't continue. Um, so I wouldn't go like too hard on it because – I think also, too, people's opinions can change. Um, I was someone before that was so like, I want to like settle down and get married. And I still want to get settled down, but I'm not sure I want to get married. And that was something I was so like wanted more than anything before. Yeah. But I don't, that's something. That, so I think opinions change people's uh, wants or needs change. Um yeah. So I, I think I wouldn't maybe bring it up or, or push too far with it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. That's my thought. Well, I feel the same way. And, you know, and I've had experiences where um, like friends or me or whoever um, have said, like, I don't know if I want to get married. And my response to that would be like, well, I don't know if I want to marry you either. <laughs> like we're just, yeah. you know, especially when you're in those like first stages where you don't really, um, you don't really know each other too well or what's going to happen there, this and that. I think what's fair to say, because I think a lot of guys get afraid of like women who are like, I'm just trying, looking to settle down and like have a kid and this and that. And it's nice, obviously, if you find someone who wants the same thing as you, then it's perfect. Right. And like, you both want that and that's great and you get it. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't know that. Like, I don't have that idea in my head. Like I don't, I'm not dead set on like a wedding or having a big family or I just think if I meet the right person and it happens, it happens. And then if not, it doesn't like, it's not, you know, like, I don't really know. I just know that I want to be in like a committed, loving, respectful relationship and whatever comes from that is good with me, you know, but I want to make sure that like my needs are represented as well. Mm -hmm. What does know? So there's Kath chats. Your amazing mother. Yes. 
Which she wants you to have a big family and get married ASAP. Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I opening up a can of I, I Oh, interesting. I have an official statement in from my publicist. Which was <laughs> <laughs> Cannot confirm nor deny that Kath Chats would like me to give her grandchildren and many of them as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> um, no, and you All know, right. we, we joke, but it's obviously, I think my parents would like for, I think their whole thing is they want me to feel the joy, frankly, that I have brought to their lives. <laughs> oh, please. You know, like I oh, think they boy. want me to experience that because it's, it was such a wonderful thing for them. And I can understand that. And, you know, living with a tiny baby, like a little, with a tiny person, a little human, I can see how that's a very enticing offer for a lot of people where, um, you know, children do bring you a lot of joy. It's incredible how much I love my tiny queen so much, even though she was very mean to me. <laughs> for the first few months that we were together. Um, but she... And, and your tiny queen is your tiny roommate. Yes. <laughs> slash... Slash cousin. Yes. <laughs> slash tiny landlord. And she... <laughs> tiny landlord. <laughs> yeah. Does she nice come thing. down and be like, cough for it up? Like do. for rent? Oh, yeah. She... She's she means demanding. business. She does mean business. She's also very busy. She's a busy girl. So I don't waste her time. I send the e-transfer to her dad. And that's how that goes. And <laughs> let the record show. I pay my rent on time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or else your tiny landlord is going to pay you a visit. And frankly, she's quite scary when... Uh, you know, does she like threat to like break your knees or anything? Like, is she like that kind of landlord or not that type? Okay. It's just she won't, for example, give me a hug, which is oh. just as painful to me. I'm like, oh, I never knew I could feel pain like this. <laughs> or what about an evil look, like like um, an evil glare? Or yes, for a while, she also did. Anytime I entered the room, she would just start screaming no. <laughs> Well. I'd walk in and she'd be like, no, no. Like, okay, I'm sorry for existing. Like, um, But now we're, we're besties. We're BFFs. Um, she's great. That's cute. She's great. Cute. No, and you know what? It's amazing the like joy that she's brought into this cold, dead heart of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh so I can see the appeal there. I, I really can, although it's a lot of work. And I see – and I – participate in approximately like less than 1% of the work that goes into looking after a child. And I'm tired from that. <laughs> um, it's all my busy schedule will allow for, but again, I, would I like to have kids if I was in like a good place where I could do that and like with a, a loving partner and like a house and like, you know, all these things that you think about when you're a kid, sure. That would be nice. That would be great. But if not, like I'm, I'm quite happy. Um, I mean, not, you know, I'm, I'll be okay. So <laughs> one thing that one thing, so I think kids are great. 
Is it true that kids age you? They, um, they, they. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Considering and I don't you mean haven't that in been any disrespect. too many children in your life, I can. That's obvious. That's obvious to me and to everybody else out there who's been around children that you just asked that question. Actually, let the record show. Cath chats would say that children give you life. Really. Yeah. Is that on the record? It's on the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but what about if you were to use certain, you know, beauty products? Oh, I see. I see uh-huh. what she did there. So look at that segue. Yes. That did was it. a good one. We were really good last week too. Just smooth operators up in here. Oh, yeah. No, last week I was like, I don't know how to segue this, so I'm just going to say we're on to the next topic. Um, No, there was a good one once. We're getting good at this. We're getting good at our little segues, but then we get so excited that we have to announce it and start clicking the fucking sound effect buttons. We're so excited about it. Just one more. Can you play that fun horn? (laughs) Fun horn? Oh, here we go. (laughs) so looks like more tea is ready (laughs) one of the comments we get over and over again and uh denny who's one of my friends who used to make uh, youtube videos who we were talking about last week he commented on this other people have commented on it that we start laughing hysterically every time we fucking just sound effects because <laughs> they're hilarious <laughs> but i don't know why we can expect them we know they're <laughs> coming like, press it. <laughs> then you press it and you act surprised but know. we know what they sound like I don't know why it's so funny. Me either. (laughs) They're so good. Let the record show I requested the Law and Order dun dun. So you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Tweet at us what sound effect should we add to our soundboard that we are missing? I think we need a good like round of applause. I agree. I agree for one because that's one thing we don't have. Right. We used to have a real applause back when we recorded in the studio, remember? <laughs> the live studio the audience? Live studio. Oh, no, we did have. <laughs> Clap along to my rants. Um, yeah, let's talk about, wait, before we actually talk about the beauty products and my skincare regime, which is diverse and intentional and frankly, a fucking masterpiece. Um I just want to say... Excuse you. Pardon your beauty. Well, you, you have to pardon it because I put approximately $1,000 on this face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Better do the trick. Better do the trick. Um, one thing. When it comes to religion and relationships... I'm sorry. I just wanted to skip back to that quickly because... <laughs> sorry, I, have a, I got really excited about that fucking segue. Okay. I, I know you religion. did. Religion. I I know you did with the relationships. Like if you're dating someone that belongs to a religion that you don't belong to, do you talk about that from the get go or because I have friends who are dating. What's the term intersectional. I don't, I don't know what the term is. 
I, I, it's, it's too late at night for I'm me. And, um, they've kind of come to the place where like, they're quite serious. They're living together. They've been together for like a couple of years and it's kind of like time, but I think she's uncertain about things because he is, he takes his religion very seriously and she doesn't believe in, I don't even think she believes in God. So, and to me, I was like, well, duh, like looking as an outsider, right? I'm like, well, of course that happened because I know him and his religion. He's not going to give that up for sure because it means so, like for people who are religious, their religion means a lot to them. For her, I'm like, well, he's obviously just going to expect her to... Do you talk about that from the get-go or do you just kind of wait until you're like, oh, I guess we're ready to get married and we should have this talk now? Well, how early is early? Like, that, I would not talk about that in the first or, or second date. Okay, before you move in together? <sighs> See, because for me... I guess, yeah. Like, it, it well, depends if, like, kids are... <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know. Right. I think it depends if like if depending how that kid conversation goes. If if you're not having kids, then I th- I don't know. I don't think it matters as much. I think this is hard for me because I'm someone that um like I'm not I'm not religious at, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I have no um. I mean, I I believe everyone should be able to believe in what they they want. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna like sit here and be like, don't believe in anyone. But um. But yeah, so I'm not the right person to talk to about this, but my opinion would be my opinion and, you know, whether you agree with it or not is, I mean, yeah, I would, if you're going to have kids like have that talk, you know, before moving into other, before things get too serious, if you know you're planning on having kids together, because I think that's a pretty big thing, especially in today's day and age or yeah. And kind of, yeah, things are now. Um, Yeah. Or, yeah, that's tricky. I would say, yeah, that's a pretty important discussion to have. It is. And I kind of feel bad for her now because I don't think she really took it as seriously as – because I come from, like, a religious background. I went to Catholic school. I, was, I grew up Catholic. We went to church every Sunday. It was a big part of my life for a long time. I can understand – like, so being exposed to other people who take their religion very seriously, I can see how – Maybe it, it like the the red flags were up for me when I saw this because I was like, well, he's not gonna, he's gonna expect you to convert or at least raise your children in this religion, and she just doesn't, she doesn't get it, you know, like she just doesn't understand what it means to him, or just like the weight that 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 it carries with his family and in his culture. So it's very interesting and, you know, it's easy for us as like an outsider for me to be like, well, I could have told you that before you moved in and like da 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 and did all this stuff together. But I think it's hard when you really love the person or you like them. Absolutely. And I don't think religion is, should be a reason ever to stop two people from continuing to fall in love and continuing to, to, to be with each other and grow. I think that... It, you know, if, if a relationship is meant to work, like, n- no two people are the same. People are always going to have their differences, but it's about that understanding and in respecting each other yeah. and, and your differences. Yeah. So I think, 
Yeah, I think kind of just like finding a middle ground there is going to be key. But that's a very big conversation to have. Yeah. yeah. Especially when kids are involved. See, I would want to know, like if I was dating, if I was, if is it interfaith? I don't know. If I was dating someone from a different, let's say I was dating someone who was Jewish and they were like, my kids are going to be raised Jewish. This is a big thing for me. I'd be like, "Mm, probably not going to work out. You know, like I would rather know from the get go that this probably isn't the person because I would be unwilling. I'm just saying hypothetically, like if I was like really like staunch Catholic and was like, well, this isn't going to work because these are like my fundamental beliefs, you know, I'd rather know from the beginning. So what happens if, so let's say you started dating a guy uh, who's Jewish and, you know, things are getting really serious, but then it's like, yeah, like let's get married. Let's have a family together. And he does say that to you given like your, your beliefs as they are now. Like, so would you be like, no, like I can't do this or what? Is that a too deep of a question to ask? I'm super curious. No, see, for me, like if if I was going to marry um, a Jewish person and they took it that seriously and I was also like like a staunch Catholic or what whatnot, I think that they would know that. And if they said, well, I, like I want to raise our kids Jewish, I'd be like, great, I'm going to respect your wishes. We're also going to raise them Catholic. <laughs> Or let them decide or something. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be totally turned off to the idea, but I know that there would be a lot of Catholics that are. And I don't even know if technically if you can get married in the church, if you have different, you know, it's, it's very, see like Nicole, like our friend, Nicole, you, you know, Nicole, our friend, Nicole is very like, love Nicole. I, yeah. She's like, I do not believe in anything. I do not ascribe to like any sort of, um, religious beliefs. I just feel like mm-hmm. you should treat people the way you want to be treated or the way that they deserve to be treated. And like, that's it. I believe in like, love Amen, and this Nicole. and that. And like, I respect that. Like I, I do. Um, and she was like, I hope whoever I marry, um, cause she, she wants to get married. Um, she said, I hope whoever I marry, um, isn't religious either. Like I would be fine with whatever religion they are, but, I'm, I would hope that they weren't religion because it doesn't mean anything to her. And I was like, yeah, but don't forget your kids would then be like Muslim or Jewish or whatever, like Baha'i or Sikh or, you know, something. And for those religions, like those old, like those thousands of years old religions are, they're a big deal for a lot of people. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of what's yeah, happening tricky. like in our friend group at the moment. So I just thought I would get your perspective. I, um, yeah, it's tricky. I think like, I mean, yeah, that's discovering that and figuring that as early on as possible, I think is key. Mm-hmm. It, if, if that were to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, things are always changing. It's 2018 after all. I mean, maybe, yeah, let the, let the kids decide when, when they get older, let them yeah I mean they would do that anyway but um or let them choose their religion if that's the thing I don't that's know. right and when they have chosen their religion and they choose one that isn't yours or your husband's or wife's or whatever gender person you marry and they give you wrinkles hmm? 
Oh, there it is. There it is. I'm so excited. It finally came up. <laughs> yes. I got excited for that. <laughs> so I have some questions because, well, first I would like to call you out. Um, oh, fuck. Okay. Why? <laughs> I call shade because you. What? <laughs> What? When I made my appearance in Ottawa, <laughs> my stunt in Ottawa, hmm. I <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> oh, Remember when you gave up your? I see you in my me? calendar. <laughs> yes, not penciled in, sharpied in, cleared your schedule. I see you in my day book. <laughs> you cleared your schedule. Don't lie. Um, you may have made some sort of a post about when Atre Posh takes over your bathroom because we were both like, we were sharing a bathroom, we were getting ready. And mm-hmm. I had just a, a light sampling of some of the products that I use on a daily basis strewn across your bathroom from hair care to skincare, makeup, overall body care, and hygien- hygienic things, you know, like my toothbrush and whatever else. How could I forget? How could you forget? And you were like, when Trey Posh takes over your bathroom, like, "Mm." and then what do I see just the other day, a post by you at Chris Krigman where you're like, "Mm," and you had approximately half a Sephora store on your counter. And you were like, remember when I used to use Burt's Bees? And I was like, remember when you called me out for doing the exact same shit you're doing now? Hmm. Well, what happened, Chris? I you have me cornered, <laughs> cornered like a, a cat that's about to hiss. Um? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. Is that what cats do when they're? Cor- I don't know. I'm not a cat. <laughs> And this is just a conversation. You know what? You can tell what podcasts. You can tell the time that we record certain podcasts based on the answers that we give and how fucking stupid some of our replies are. So this this kitten. Yes. Um, no. So let me tell you. So yes, you're right. Your okay, your products that you had here were spread over the entire counter. When I sent a picture, they were nice and organized in a corner. Um, but there were a lot of products sitting on the counter. So, and let me step back here. So, you're right. About a year ago, I used like Burt's Bees lip balm and like one moisturizer that I would use in the morning and night. Like, it was, I don't even, it was probably like, I even forget what brand it was. Neutrogena. It was like a, a vino? something like that. No, I think it was Neutrogena, like but like a, a regular one that you could probably fucking put on your feet. Too. Not that there's so, anything wrong with either of those brands. Just no, but I think it was just like a very like general one that you could pretty much put anywhere on your body. <laughs> but I would like also put on my face. So like like that's that was my. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it would like wash my face. I used to wash my face with like a bar of soap, which I know is terrible. So like it dries the fuck out. So as I have started getting older, 
I want to make sure that I'm taking good care of my skin. I want to look like I'm 14 forever. Oh. <laughs> In fact, I'm trying to get down to my natural birth look. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm at about age 21 now. <laughs> Well, Hoping to get down to 19 before the end of the year. Um, you look great. I have to say you look great. I was like, well, maybe he's I'm not it. fishing. Maybe right it's $300 at Sephora. It's not Sephora, Kiehl's. Um, Excuse me. Can you me? buy it there? You probably, no. no, but so I was, I, I did a lot of research. I was figuring, you know, what to, to use and whatnot. So like, I'm now like, oh, there are moisturizers you should use at night and keep them on your face at night versus moisturizers that you use during the day um, versus like eye cream, like um, like anti-age like eye cream and stuff because the skin around your eyes is uh, not as thick. Like, so I've I've done research and I was actually shocked at kind of what I was using on my face mostly. Like I have just like a general like body moisturizer. Um but I was actually like, holy fuck, like I was not putting like appropriate moisturizer on my face before. And that's why I got all these products. So maybe you were part of the inspiration because you take such good care of your skin. Um, you're an expert in this field. Yes. Keep going. And um, and just a, a beauty expert and resource that has inspired me to continue to grow and age. I believe you mean I am negatively inspiration. I'm a pro. I'm Trey Posh. Trey Posh does it all. So that's true. That's very true. It it is. In case closed. Case closed. <laughs> Next. Just kidding. Um, okay. I have a couple of questions for you. Because I did work in the skincare and prestige cosmetics industry for a couple of years when I was in school, you know, just hustling on the side, trying to pay for those textbooks that I never opened once. Anyways, um, so did you notice a difference when you used your new products versus the, what what was it, body cream that you put on your face? Oh, Oh, it was like, yeah. Like it was, yeah, absolutely. Like a massive difference. Interesting. Massive. Interesting. Um, any any other revelations once you started your new regime? Just that, well, my skin feels better. Mm-hmm. Like my skin gets very dry, mm-hmm. and so there'd be times before too. Where it's like, oh, my skin's dry. That's okay. Like, go to sleep. Um, but it's so like, it feels so much better in it. Like I'll wake up in the morning. It's like, oh, my skin doesn't feel like it's like falling off. Uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. Oh, my skin's not burning. Minor thing. Um, <laughs> but no, so it actually is, makes a big difference in my face feels more just like, this is the most bizarre talk. This is probably one of our weirdest topics. It's very important. Yet. And I have a point. It is important though, but. I, I do feel like my face is more just like rested. That's that's the right word. It, it just feels more rested. It doesn't look as tired. It doesn't look as like I drove through the mud. I don't know what I mean by that. Um, but it looks it looks more rested. And I feel more yeah, just 
happy, I guess. I think that has to do with it too, overall happiness. I've been like really happy lately. So that plus great fucking moisturizer will hopefully make me look 14. Right. Well, I'd I'd say you're down to about a 22 right now. <laughs> I want to be 14. <laughs> just a couple more months. Make me beautiful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but you know what? I want to be like the pretty girls in the magazines. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like that's a line from American Horror Story. Okay, sorry. Oh, God. Um Listen. So, do you watch Queer Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? The new, the new, uh, the new one on Netflix. I saw season one. I haven't started watching season two. Right. Well, for and I didn't even want to watch season one because I was like, uh, like I don't know. I was like, it seems like a a silly show. Like I don't care about makeovers and stuff. But I watch it and I, yeah, no. But I watched it and I was like, all right, I get what the fuss is about. And Anthony. Yeah. Oh my let us goodness. pray. Anthony. <laughs> let us let us pray. Dear God, thank you for sending us Anthony <laughs> for <laughs> his beautiful skin, that body, his cute little Canadian accent. Not to mention he's a chef. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He's from Canada. He's Canadian, yeah. What? Listen. From where? You missed your opportunity. <laughs> He's from London. How old is he? No, I'm he's not. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I literally was like, <laughs> "What?" London's our hometown. For those who don't know, um, no. So queer. I've, is he actually? Canadian? He he is Canadian, though. He is. They have to. They have to represent. You know. Anyways, so where is he from? I th- you know what I do? I'll look it up. You look it up. I'll look it up. I'll this is this is important. Song. Sorry. I know it's important. Go Google, go and tap, tap, tap. Okay. So, um, Queer Eye, for those who are unfamiliar, is a. Is a partner. Sorry. Rude. Um, is a show on Netflix, and essentially the Fab Five, five gay guys, make over somebody who's in desperate need of a makeover. And there is one person, my personal favorite, Jonathan Van Ness who also has a podcast. He's awesome too. He's incredible. He is incredible. I am obsessed with him as a human. He's just amazing. Um, And he's in charge of grooming. And it's interesting to see, for the most part, these are like men who have let themselves go, don't care about like shaving their hair, their overall appearance, where they live. I'm like, I am the opposite of that. I care about all of those things. And it's interesting to see how when they put a little effort into their appearance and to where they're living and working and it just changes their whole attitude and they're more confident. It's a great show. I think anybody could really get something out of it. Um, But the grooming aspect, and I was like, listen, I bet you just from watching this show, do you know how many men probably went out and got like moisturizers and different things? And there's... I feel like there might still be some sort of like a stigma around it because when I was working in prestige cosmetics, like you would see men come through and they'd be like, like kind of like nervous to be there and getting stuff. And I was like, um, we have a full men's line and it was in like this like sharp silver packaging and like black packaging and everything else. And, and I was like, it's important also for men to take care of their skin. So I have to say, I'm really happy to hear that you are taking care 
of your skin. I I believe there's a thing in the trades, like, because, you know, I know everything and whatever, but there's a whole thing in the trades about like using the right tool for the job. And I was like, it's the same for your skincare. Use the thing. It's a good way to put it. Use the right tool for the job. You're not going to scrub your face with a toothbrush. Like when I see, oh, girls used to come to my counter and be like, I don't need a scrub, like a facial scrub. I just brush my face with my toothbrush. And I was like, do you know what you're doing to your skin? That's awful. Like you need something a little gentler or like you said with the eye cream, because the layers of skin are much more delicate around the eye. And you know that you have to use your ring finger to apply with like light tap, tap, tap. Right. Do you know this? I had, yeah. no, I didn't. It has that. the least muscle mass and it won't give you any crow's feet. If you do it like that, just a little tap, tap in the it will give you crow's feet if you don't use it. If you're like finger. rubbing your eyes, like it just loosens the skin. So you just tap lightly with your ring finger because it's the the finger with the least muscle mass. So it because it's a delicate area, you don't want to rub. That's why rubbing your eyes is the worst thing you can do. Um, but as I mentioned, and, and you mentioned, I have a very uh, meticulous skincare regime. <laughs> which, um, and I've done this for, for years. I've, I've had a skincare line since I think I was 12 or 13 years old. My mom brought me to Clinique and I was having some acne issues. And then I've been like a three-step girl ever since, or like a variation of, which is like cleanse, uh, tone, moisturize. Now it's like remove all the makeup that hid this hideous face. Now cleanse the skin, (laughs) exfoliate the skin, put a serum, put a moisturizer, put a night cream, put like a, an eye cream. Um, I have very sensitive skin, so I have to take care of it. But I think overall it's really important to take care of your skin and I I'm willing to guarantee, and I'm just, I'm just calling out men. Cause like you're a man that's using like a very, and when I saw your skincare, like your bottles that you had, I was like, damn, I'm actually jealous. And I recognized a lot of them. Like I said, you had the body shop, like the tea tree stuff and the keels and everything else. And I was like, that's cool. Um, but I really think like, if you're a man, I think you're going to be surprised what you look like in 30 or 40 years. If you're not at a very minimum, just putting some moisturizer on your face. And I should go back. And I'm glad you approve of my my selections, mm-hmm. but I am going to go back. I did use actually two moisturizers before, so I was thinking about this, and I was like going back. So I did use two different moisturizers before, but the one, um, yeah, the one that I was using on my face was still, um, yeah, but hmm. yeah, it was two different ones. Yeah, it was. It was so one like more for like body, and then one for face. But the one for my face though wasn't a great one. But no, I do feel a lot better. Um, but more importantly, yes, it will not. More importantly, beauty in skincare mm-hmm. is obviously very important. Mm-hmm. But our friend Anthony, <laughs> yes, perhaps yes, he was born in Montreal. Quebec. Oh, I could totally see that. He looks like a Montreal boy. Oh. Yeah, which is very close to where I live now. <laughs> so I'm going to very close. So I have my place. I'm just going to wander around. 
but he does look like he's from Montreal. Like, oh, yeah. why do people have a certain look that, like, it's? I believe the term is not too far from here. You can't really, well, you can't really, you know. Well, I need to go spend some more time in Montreal. Mm-hmm. You and I Basically both. Basically, a snack factory. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> there uh-huh. we have it. And you'll probably collect. You'll probably attract some snacks with your beautiful skin, twenty-two-year-old face. Um, but, but on a serious note, are you lost, young man? <laughs> on a serious note, I I recommend everybody go visit a website, a beauty counter, something. Talk, go visit your dermatologist, your doctor, and just ask them what kind of uh, regimen you should be using for your skin. And you can thank me in the future. You actually, in jokes aside, like you definitely were, I would say someone that did inspire me to, to take better care of my skin. Um, Not when you had your products scattered across (laughs) uh, my apartment. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no, but I throughout the years you've always like stressed the importance of like taking care of your skin and moisturizing. You always like moisture, moisture, moisturize, um, and you've always stressed that. And I think that was one of the the reasons. And I did, I have been using moisturizer before, and yes, it was two different types. Although I do know I put body moisturizer on my face at some point. I did have two separate ones that I was using <laughs> before, kind of the whole setup that I have now, um, but. I have noticed the difference when using, okay, like one for like general face area, one for eyes and then one for body. But then there's differences between like night and day Um, because there's one you can put on at night. That's, I sound like an expert. There's one that I put on at night that is, it's a lot more thick and it like, you can tell it's like absorbing all night. If you put this one on in the morning, I would look like I'm like, like glistening, but not in a good way. Like it's like, shiny as right we call that oily oily t-zone okay thank you you're welcome what would you do with that this is why we have an expert here Mm -hmm. and you know what i just have to say to everybody that doubts the beauty industry because and and there is a lot of crap out there so it does pay to do your research um but my rep when i was working um i can't say what company obviously. Um, but when I was working in prestige cosmetics, my rep had been working with the company for like 20, over 20 years. And you know how like the, the beauty advisors and whatnot will always rub like a sample on the back of your hand, or you might not be familiar with this, but most women would be. And she always used to rub her products on her one hand and her one hand was like, it, it looked like it didn't belong to her because the rest of her skin was so aged, but her hand itself was like, so because she had put serums and day creams and night creams and anti-wrinkle creams and everything on it for decades at this point. And it looked like a brand new hand, frankly, on, you know, like on her old body. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And I was like, damn, when I saw hmm. that, I was like, okay, this isn't bullshit. Her hand looks new. It's like her sample hand and it looks amazing. <laughs> Sam- yeah. Where you like sample products. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, apply that to your entire bodies, everyone. 
That's the moral of the story. Buy all the moisturizer you can, (laughs) bathe in it, live in it, and you will look forever. Forever young. Too bad we couldn't have an outro song. Six. (laughs) I want to be four. (laughs) No. Can I play that? I don't have that. We don't have that. We don't have that. Due to copywriting laws, we we will not be featuring forever young we will not be featuring (laughs) this time we will not um yeah this was fun though no and so thank you for the inspiration to um to do this you're welcome we should check in on your progress in six months and see how it's going okay can't we i'm sure everyone's gonna be thrilled to listen to that episode (laughs) yes they can't yeah. wait. This is about me and my beauty. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Make it stop. I don't think we can play the full singer. It probably will get banned and we want to keep this podcast up. <laughs> I know. It'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. We did, we did good. good. Well, anyway, that's it for beauty and other things. But do you know what I always almost forget to mention? And it's so important. What, Chris? Take a guess. Sorry. <laughs> so we're, rec- we're, <laughs> wait, we're, wait, wow. I'm just going to make a completely random guess here. Could it be our okay. partnership with Zencaster? Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Interesting. Jess and I uh, are proud users of a service called Zencaster. Now, what is Zencaster, you ask? <laughs> this fancy service allows us to record our podcast in two different remote locations. Jess is located in the beautiful city of Toronto. I'm located in the nation's capital, Ottawa, Ontario. With this platform, we can record, and it sounds like we're almost in the same room. I think we do a pretty we good do. job. Um, but this platform allows us to do that and, you know, stitch everything together and make it sound nice. We can stay current because we can get set up easily, and uh, we can post our episodes easily. But if you want to be exactly like us and talk about relationships and skincare products and publish your own podcast... Well, folks, we have an offer for you. If you head over to Zencaster.com and look for a promo code box, you can put in a code. Do you know what the code is, Jeff? Is it now serving? Oh, my God. So it's that simple. I com- <laughs> If you put in the code. <laughs> wow, what a great guess. If you put in that promo code now serving, you are going to get and wait for it. 20% off for three months. I think we should sound the horn. Shut the door. We, like, what? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> it was jammed there for a second. I got really excited about this promotion. So if you want to get 20% off for three months, go grab that code and put that in the box and, uh, and you too can uh, sound like uh, Chris and Jess on uh, Now Serving. 
And that's all. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of skincare. And what did we talk about at the beginning? I don't even remember. Oh, relationships, relationships, marriage, marriage. children. Just, you know, a couple of friends sipping and spilling tea. And we'll be back next week with more tea to share with you. So talk to you then. Have a good week. want to hear from you visit us at nowservingpodcast.com new podcasts are released weekly don't forget to subscribe